Another episode of Self-Made Millionaire Tips. Colin Plume with Deirdre Doherty, my friend, interior designer. We've known each other too long. We won't even say how long <laughs> we've known each other. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Excited to have a creative person on the show. We have a lot of business people that say they're creative, but okay. you're actually a creative person. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I take the compliment. Yeah. So 20 years in interior design. Um, it's aging me. <laughs> well, it's experience, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I know you have tons of stories and, and we can go for hours and hours, but obviously everybody loves the show Flipping Out and Jeff Lewis. That was a, a point earlier in your career. Tell mm -hmm. me about working for someone that sort of seems a little unhinged on TV. Obviously TV cuts things. We Tell love me Jeff. About, yeah. We love Ryan. That was such a good starting point for me because those guys really groundwork, super smart with the money aspect of it they made a name for themselves outside before the show by the way I don't know, know people know this and their houses would sell well before they were in the market so were they were they uh, just it's been a while so were they flipping houses for themselves like and then yeah or, or were they do they did it for clients or they did both both okay so really mainly Jeff and Ryan would do the flips together and then Ryan I would work with him on our clients but sometimes the clients would hire us then to decorate the houses once they bought them so it was really a long standing you know relationship with the clients and as far as Jeff I love Jeff I mean we got along his personality I totally get a sense of humor and you just had to be on your toes because that is a guy who is really smart super fast wants things done so I mean he's also got his OCD going on there mm -hmm. God love you him you can see that you can see it yeah. and he would clean up a job site and one time he almost threw away a $5,000 chandelier. <laughs> what would, do you mean? Why? Because it was in the garage and it was just a bunch of, bo bunch of boxes and he didn't know what it was. So he so was he just, just thought like it was trash. Yeah, he just thought it was, it was trash, trash and we weren't there. Another time he told me, this was actually on the show, he was telling me I was dumb and dumber because I didn't do something with um, hanging towel bars or something, but I did, but he didn't like the blue tape I marked on the wall. So he went through and he took it off. He didn't know what it was for. So it was constantly making sure that you you know, we're one step ahead of him. Right. Otherwise, he would be down on you the whole time. Yeah. So luckily, I was, you know, had enough experience and could keep up with him. So would you say that working for Jeff was a great springboard because he kind of did the whole gamut too? Because I know a lot of interior designers, they they don't maybe do construction, maybe they just do yeah. furniture, and, and so he kind of seems to do a little bit of both. Right? Yeah, and what people don't know is I got <clears throat> offered a really big job with a development firm where I would be like the sole designer. And I was nervous because I didn't have so much construction experience to be left on my own. And then I got the offer of the job with Ryan. It actually paid less, but I knew I was going to learn so much. So it was such a learning um, platform for everything construction. We were doing the project management, mm -hmm. seeing how the sites went, how to work with the vendors. Um, every, we were doing everything. So a lot of people don't get that kind of platform to learn as well as like touch all the aspects of the design and decorating. Yeah, it's probably so, cool you got to see what the costs were. Yeah. You know, because they were I flipping would, the house and that's nice. I would run the sheets so I would see right. the mortgage payments and what we spent on everything, what the holding costs were, oh, if they wow. would want to flip it. And then even we I worked for them when the market changed, like it was like two thousand so um, we were in the middle of a really big project and he, we had to go to the bank and say like you know we need to get our loan turned over we want to sell this whatever they were doing 
and um, he had to prove that the houses that we had worked on had sold for 10 to 20% more than any house in, on, the area. in the area consistently over time. So I think that also is like knowing your value mm -hmm. and what you can give to people on the back end. So it was, gr I was great. I, and usually people hire me because they know I have that construction background and can, you know, give them something that do a space plan and really get them value at the end. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a lot of times I, why I get hired. Yeah. You know, cause you're thinking about the, uh, if we resell this house, you know, how long are you going to live in this house? I mean, sometimes yeah. people, you know, I've seen houses. I went to a house recently for a party and it was so specific to this person. Yeah. He built it, most of the stuff himself. Yeah. And uh, Sharon and I were walking around going, yeah. it, it, he'll never sell this house because mm -hmm. it just, every door was different. You know, he had <laughs> tile. I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know if I, I told you this. I've seen all He had tile lot. in the bathroom on the ceiling. Okay. I mean, the whole bathroom? Yeah. He had okay. it from the, is is that, that's odd, right? I mean, what kind of tile was it? it was I mean, like, the shower would be normal, but. No, 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 like, it was, the shower that would be, it was, like, all the way up oh, at the top. Yeah. And Sharon and I were like, what? Especially depending on how it's done. I mean, it's it really probably scary. costs a fortune. You probably made it a wet room. Like, the full shower was a wet room. I guess. I, don't, I, I, I didn't see what the, I think he yeah. just was, like, maybe got up through his, up th three quarters of the way to the wall, and he goes, you yeah, know, let's just keep it going. <laughs> I have some leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> I have some leftovers tie over bonsai. That happens. That happens. Like, just because you have it, don't, you don't need to use it. Yeah. I do think, like, I respect that the houses I'm working on are usually the client's biggest asset, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm in charge of their money, and they have yeah. to feel comfortable with the fact that I'm, you know, the one who's, you know, offering them suggestions on how to hopefully make you know make their house better and sure. worth more in the end you know right. and advising against weird crazy decisions you know yeah. which is probably <laughs> tough sometimes yeah it is because it's sensitive you know because yeah. people have, you it's know personal. their ideas are it's their house it's personal they think they have this amazing idea and you right. have to go uh, yeah, that's stupid maybe, you have to go with a stupid idea maybe it's, it's a, stupid a little idea. weird <laughs> it's, no idea is stupid <laughs> it just might not get you your money back at the end <laughs> your that's house true. is gonna sit there that is true i've seen weird things in houses that I walk through that we've ripped out I mean yeah all sorts of stuff so let's go back early in your career um, let's talk about college was anything college specific when you started getting and had any idea of what you're gonna do with your life is there something in college that happened an experience something you did that kind of made you realize like this is the direction for my life first I went into advertising because I did not know what I wanted to do and that was awful um, for me personally mm -hmm. so um, I don't know if I necessarily thought of myself as a creative person in this manner. And then I, I just liked decorating. I would decorate my own room. My dad was a contractor, so I was constantly moving things around. I would paint it. So that was always in me. And I took a risk because um, I needed to do something that I thought I would be good at, that I would actually like every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I did. But in college, you know, I'm like, I'm doing this. Do I know if I'm good at it or not? My last project was residential, um, a residential project for school, and the teacher gave us a project he was actually working on. We did not know it at the time, and we had to re-space plan it, decorate it, do all the bedrooms, the whole So like, he, was a, whole he was an interior designer, and he He's, gave you the mm -hmm. actual project that he was going to yeah, do. We didn't know that. It yeah. was a space plan he was actually working on himself. And when I presented it, he pulled me aside, and he said, you did the exact space plan I did. Wow. That is actually happening. And I was like, oh, I might be okay with this. Oh and he, uh, you know, 30 years experience. And it was, we could do anything to the house that we wanted. 
demo every like, there was no budget in mind but I did the exact I flipped yeah. a staircase around anyway so wow. that made me okay maybe I know what I'm doing <laughs> I got, maybe bad, news. I do I got bad news he actually wasn't gonna do that but he stole your yeah, idea maybe, I was gonna think you know free <laughs> and he wanted it free and, right yeah yeah if he the, got he got a <laughs> if the class didn't last like four months I would say like yeah you would have believed that yeah, yeah the client yeah. was definitely waiting for okay <laughs> a long time then um how did your early clients uh, encourage you to go out on your, I know you worked for Jeff and some mm -hmm. other people. How did you, what was the, how did it happen that you went on your own? Did someone talk to you? Did you just know? Or, you know, yeah. obviously it's scary, right? It's, it's scary. And obviously I was like even pushed into it for like a million factors because my boss at the time left to go live in another country and I was left there without running all the jobs. What do you mean? Just you just took off? Kind of, yeah. Okay. And then when he came back, he didn't live in Los Angeles any, any longer, so he was already gone. So I was then the face of everything. Like, he was in no meetings, maybe the initial meeting. And um, so the clients were seeing me day to day. And I had two clients at the same time basically say, you need to be working for yourself. You know, you would you do a great job. You would be making way more money if you worked on your own. And I just never even thought that I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I had someone ask me to do something on the side, and they found out about it, and they did not like it. Mm -hmm. So I ended up having to go out on my own. And then I didn't contact any client at all. It super bad form, right? And then one of them called me, and he said, you made my house, and I want you to work on it. Mm -hmm. So I said, you need to tell them that I didn't approach you. Right. You know, just right. in good standing and then that was my first project on my own was to finish up his project and I worked for him for a really long time mm -hmm. and I'm um, still friends with him just went and met him for lunch the other day and um, that was your first project on your own that was my first project on oh, my own amazing. and then the other client that told me to go on my own called me a year and a half later and were like we didn't know if you had a you know non-compete or whatever and then another one googled me four years later to find, so they all kind of came back to me because I was really the one mm -hmm. doing the day to day. Mm -hmm. So I was, I think if someone who has experience and is obviously a successful professional on their end are telling you to do something, you might want to listen to it. Like if they have the faith that you can do it. So I think that gave me also, you know, encouragement to go off on my own. Were you, uh, you know, obviously getting clients is like, you know, the first step, like when you're going out on your own, um, you know, maybe you have a few clients, one's the next job coming. How do you get clients? How, how does it, where are they, where are they coming from? Yeah. I mean, obviously back then and today it's different, I'm sure. Yeah. 99% um, of my clients are word of mouth and referrals. And also second, third, fourth projects I worked on mm -hmm. with the clients. Right. Buying new houses, remodeling. Um, so that has kind of always been easy um, for me. Just because if you think if you do a good job and the person trusts you, it's a really arduous process with a designer. There's a lot of, yeah. it's a lot of money you're going through, so you really have to create a relationship. Second project is always easier because you know each other. Um, so if they did get along, they usually come back. And then um, outside of referral, oddly enough, Pinterest. 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 I've housed a little bit, not a, not really though. Pinterest, I had a house that was in a magazine that 10 years later so people still call me and say I tagged that picture of you I wanted to work with you for this long and so I actually put my own portfolio up there so that it's on there and you know try and get that's like the best marketing yeah because any of the magazines I've been in for the most part I think that those are like have long legs mm -hmm. because the person has to have seen 
the article needing to hire you in the moment, you know, and that's not necessarily what's happening. Um, So usually they're like hoarding away, you know, things that they liked and they see your picture and then they reach out to you. I feel like with with, uh, Architectural Digest or one of those, Mm -hmm. that's like website, you know, resume, but maybe you're not getting any direct, but it's nice to have. I think it legitimizes you as a designer, you know, like, okay, she knows what she's doing. Right. You know, yeah. Right. But Pinterest is like they can see it, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, Everybody searches for stuff on Pinterest. I actually search even more on Instagram right now. I think there's better. I do get people reaching out to me on Instagram, too. Yeah. You know, so, but the ones that, the really big jobs have mostly come from referral. Hmm. Let's talk about uh, fun stuff. Let's talk about any uh, creative differences with clients, clash, uh, anything that comes to mind or any... I think we're always doing the client's vision at the end of the day because they have to live in it. Mm -hmm. So as much as it's my vision, I'm usually interpreting through what they would want to have or what feels like them. That's personally my way of going about design. But also, one project I'm working on right now that um, I maybe wasn't going to take if they didn't go along with what I was pitching to them because they bought a mid-century house, which is an, has amaz- amazing bones, and they wanted it to be it's Indian. It's like glass, kind of? It's just like the roof line, everything yeah, okay. about the entire thing. It's, it's like a Palm Springs style mid-century? Or it's, it's, like an a, it's like an A-frame kind of mid-century, oh, just okay. like the beams and the layout. Yeah, and very clean, very clean. clean very yeah. clean, and they um, wanted Indian style within this house, and... They also told me they wanted to sell in five years, and I just couldn't internally. Your mind just, poof, just it was not It was not working out <laughs> mentally. Yeah. I was like, this is not going to work, and I'm not going to be able to do it. And also, it's going to cost them ten times more right. for, to do this for something that they're going to end up selling. So I basically said, like, look, this is your biggest asset. I want to do it so you're going to get money back. You will make $3 million because we had the house for so long if you do it the right way, you know, everybody's going to want this mid-century house. So basically I did mid-century style, but with like Indian inspiration and like color of tiles so that Mm -hmm. they felt it was still singing to like what they wanted. And then for the furniture, which they can take with them, we're going to do their vibe. So, you know, I presented to them with a few images of like, this is what I think we can do. And this is why I'm telling you. So the pieces, like the part of the house is going to be permanent. Yeah. have some, the Indian colors, but yeah. still the, the clean look. The clean lines, yeah. The furniture they put in, which they can take. Yeah. So that when they want to sell the house in five years, they can stage it however they want. Or, yeah. you know, so it's not so specific. And even stuff that is not hard to change construction wise. Like I get, I'm giving them these really beautiful bone inlay mirrors with brass light fixtures that have Indian vibe. So still aesthetically giving them what they want that goes mid-century. Right. That they feel like they were heard, yeah. you know, but I, you know, and it's going to so be So you would have walked? You would have walked? I would not have been able to do it. Oh. I just think for what they thought they were going to be able to spend, it just would have been, the house did not want it. <laughs> and yeah, that's yeah. a lot of, like, <laughs> sometimes you're fighting, like, yeah. what does the house want to be? Sure. And, like, how long is this going to take? There, there's so many yeah. factors that I'm thinking about, you know, and I would have, I wouldn't been have been able well, to. Well, because you it. had to put your name on it too. That's yeah. another thing. It's like, it's, yeah. And if they try to sell it in five years, they probably come back and say, "What you know, did you do? What did you do? Yeah, such bad advice." Yeah. But even like little things, like there's, you know, concrete block that has, you know, kind of like fretwork on it. In the, I'm like that can be Indian vibe. Mm-hmm. Like if we do the right kind of pattern in the concrete to give them what they want, that still is going to sell is this at the a, end of the day. What kind of budget is this kind of house? Um, 
that's another thing because I said, look, this is a half a million dollar remodel and everybody's mind goes, what? I'm like, okay, you need a new How one. How many square feet is that? And house? I did a, um, a 3,500, oh, like wow. standard. It's five bedrooms. And I think that that's like, I did a budget construction with my best guess of why I was giving them this number. And I said, look, construction numbers right now are crazy. Yeah. I really don't even want to put anything to this, but I can tell you your roof is going to be, you know, X amount of, it yeah. needs to be replaced. It's leaking. That's probably 30 grand right there. I know. Say. I didn't want to say it out loud, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and oh, then we're you talking just numbers. say, yeah. you just say 30,000, you know, yeah. you're doing four bathrooms. You're doing all new wood floors and 3,200 square feet. That's yeah. 15,000. This yeah. is time. Yeah, yeah. Like you get there pretty fast before you even put in furniture. Yeah. And then it's like, Door handles, doors, oh, yeah. no, oh, doors and windows. I'm like, these are going to be, you know, 30. What what are we getting? So every right. number was huge, you know. So they they realized at the end also that they couldn't buy a house for anywhere near as much as much. Like they could take money out, you know, to pay for the remodel. And also they went looking and they're like, we'll never find anything that's not four or five million dollars mm-hmm. for like what we have here with our view, with our everything. So. You know, it all worked out. So I think that was a good, and it gained trust between yeah. them and I that I wasn't just like gonna run with whatever they were telling me. So because they are creative people as well. Oh, okay. So they were able to like we trust that you're gonna do this. Yeah, and I think part of your job too is to you know talk people out of problems and, and help yeah. them avoid future because yeah. you've seen people living in a house for five and ten. You've seen stuff you've done and you go, oh, they. They went with what I like, and now yeah. they're happy, and it's, it, it, you know, they can yeah. see the effect. And things evolve over time, and then people are like, okay, this isn't working for our family now. We want to remodel it a little bit. Mm. Maybe they're adding on <laughs> <laughs> to fit in their living room, you know? Um, what's the most personal project? Aside from your house. Besides my house. Someone that I've known for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Who trusted in yeah, me. And don't As screw, long as I gave them the right TVs. Yeah. yeah. TVs everywhere. TVs That's everywhere. That's number one rule. <laughs> <laughs> put a TV everywhere <laughs> I turn. And then I want to watch uh, Big TVs. sports. Yeah, I want sports everywhere. 80 inches or more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, what's your most personal? Uh, From my own house. Your house. Yeah, which I recently bought and remodeled. And it was kind of up all night passion project got in to in two months which is like unheard of because how we did it and honestly it was difficult on many levels but so easy because I was really into you know the whole thing and I didn't do I did people are like take all the walls down and I'm like no this is a little tiny bungalow if I take all these walls down a, I have no more storage the house is small and B it loses all the charm so yeah. I did really simple so you didn't like blow out the kitchen or anything like that I remodeled the entire kitchen but I just opened up the doorway into the kitchen you didn't like to like knock down people. the wall to make a lot of people do that no it ha- it already kind of had that going on yeah. but I just made all the doorways wider into the spaces it was a really this is why I bought it it was like semi hoarder paradise uh-huh. and nobody was like what are you there why are you buying this I'm like because the layout is the perfect use of the small space mm-hmm. I could feel it I changed the closets yeah I might real estate I changed the floors and paint and like it was all tiny aesthetic things that I knew I could do fast and would make a huge difference yeah. so that was what I put my time and energy into. so you turn the the hoarder house into the dream house cute little bungalow yeah, yeah. but it's not a it's not a tiny house no, it's not a tiny, it's 750 square feet. That's a tiny it's home, it's but it's not a tiny home. Six, what is it? 600, I think it's. Is the, it considered a tiny yeah, home? Yeah, below 600 is it? But it doesn't feel small in the way that I have it laid out because I made such good use of the space. 
And the reason why I bought it is because it has an addition to the garage that was already permitted. I made sure when I oh, went. So there's an ADU? <clears throat> there's an, uh, it, they call it a rec. It's like a storage space right now because it doesn't have a bathroom. So it's not permitted. Yeah. I'm permitting it to be um, a full ADU. Which that's the biggest thing because people don't. It's way in the back of the property. The property property size is like six thousand square feet, so oh. it's not like small. But um, it's going to cost twenty to thirty thousand dollars to get the sewer line back, back there. there. Oh, for so the that yeah, that is the biggest thing because the structure is there. It's all it's all um, the city approved. It has windows already. So I went in knowing that I could make money off of it. So with gonna, like, are you gonna rent it out? You gonna um, I have two plans. I'm working with the city right now. See what they're gonna approve. One is to make a, half of it my office back there. That's gonna happen no matter what. And the other is to take over the full portion of the garage and make it a rental. Yeah, because mm. I can pay half my mortgage. For yeah, that. absolutely. Because I'm yeah. near the studios and everybody would want to rent it. Yeah, it's so like, like short term rental. Oh, okay. So nice. like studio people. Maybe some traveling nurses. Got I don't really it. want to be a landlord. Mm, got it. Okay. Can you see me as a lord? Of the land. land. Ah, what is it? A, probably. Is a lady of the land. Lady of the land. Yeah. 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 <laughs> lady but, of the manor. <laughs> yeah. But the, the backyard's big enough that I can give them their own situation with a yard and they oh. don't have to like come anywhere near oh, okay. my property. Yeah. And anywhere near you. Basically. No, basically we don't want that. My dog <laughs> we don't want them anywhere near anyone. But I, yeah. I bought it for like a a, yeah. a long flip. They would say it's not like a fast flip, but like hold it for a couple of years, not have to pay the. Oh, this I is see. how I know interior designers that have made money that I've watched in their career. Great, sure on their projects, always on their personal homes. The, oh, okay. They buy something. They buy they something. They work on it and then they flip it, and while they're doing other stuff, and they yeah. just keep. Well, Jeff, kind of what Jeff does. Yeah, because we have our own resources. You don't have to pay for us to give the best idea. We know how to cut the corners of, you know, which is, is what we're giving to other people. But it's our finally giving back to ourselves what we can actually do. You know, yeah. it is our greatest asset, yeah. you know, our brain and our Absolutely. creativity. Yeah, and so. those, the, the, on those, the right flips, you know, that look great. Yeah. You know, that's where you get the big, you yeah. know, the big sellout. And I did talk to my real estate agent before, and she's like, no house in this area was going to look like what you do, because people just do it so basic. Mm -hmm. So hopefully I'll get... Big money. Big money, big a lot of bids. Money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I well, wish I bought one a lot earlier yeah. than I did, but that just was, you know, not even knowing and not trusting, I guess, and I should have maybe had, a, had the conversation. So if you were out there and you think you can't buy a house, you probably can, and it's scary, but the first thing you should do is get pre-approved and see what the heck they will give you. Yeah. Because you might be surprised. I think the like right now the the banks are hungry to, to yeah. you know do, the market's tough and and I, I've heard some people say that they're they're actually surprised that the rates that they're seeing it's much lower. Oh, the banks ha have some flexibility. Ah, uh -huh. um, and so I've had some friends that have gotten some pretty you know amazing deals in the and, market. And so. I also think people are worried like. I think you need to be really visible with your financial stuff like that and like look at it and say, okay, maybe I can't get it yet, but, and then be able to take the steps towards, but you at least have a concept of what right. they might give you. you right. Know, if you a have a good, map. yeah. Yeah. What's your most daring design, Deirdre? What, what's something that was well, bold? What was a bold move? A bold, I made a couple bold moves with a client who I had worked with for a long time. Um, so they trusted me 
and a little too much. No, just <laughs> that they went out of town. I showed them, here's a marble, and then I want to use yeah, this cool right. pewter material, and where a cabinet's going to be walnut. I did show them a drawing along the way, but they were not there. It was an addition to the house, the bathroom, and I made a really bold geometric pattern design with the tile. I went to go see it being installed, and I was like, oh, my God, I think I want to rip this out. I would have paid fifty. But it was halfway through? It was halfway done. Which I, is, we talked about, you yeah. never look. You have got to. You never look halfway. That's what you always told me. You don't look at anything halfway. That's what we always talked about. Whenever we I'm look at our I house. I you that advice. You, you don't remember that? You told me that advice. Probably. It's yeah, about. you told me that advice. You said, do not look at because it, it until everything's in and the tchotchkes yeah. and it's the, gonna and feel all, you're never gonna, gonna see right. the yeah right, right. there's a, a designer and her famous quote is don't take the paintbrush out of my hand while i'm um painting your picture right because it, it's the reality like yeah. i'm halfway done but i called a friend and he was like if you are nervous about it i'm gonna tell you it's probably the best thing you've ever done because mm -hmm. you're not being safe and there's something in there that's probably amazing and it is one of the best, coolest designs I think I've ever done. Really? Okay. Yeah, because I was like, the client trusted me to do it, so I really went balls to the wall. Yeah. And I that's trusted why you, that's it. That's why, yeah. you know, I have friends that are, you know, have looked and, and we've referred and they, uh, they'll ask me about. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, you're hiring, you could probably put furniture, you could put things yeah. on the wall. You could do, Yeah. but it, you want someone that's, in the market, seeing everything, yeah, has an eye, and that they're gonna push you. You gotta get pushed, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I remember there was a like a in the in our dining room. There's a uh, what's it called? The, that crazy, the crazy one, <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> the ceiling the, um, design. The ceiling it's, design. It's, somebody really went yeah for it. Yeah. yeah, and then you had this design to go, and I was like, I just thought it was so. <laughs> Over the chandelier. The, top, the chandelier. Yeah. Remember, we had a. It needed to take away from that crazy ceiling. Because it, it was, it's like shoot, it's like a star it's shooting. A sea urchin, yeah, it's yeah. a sea urchin. And I just, I remember telling you, I don't know about this. And then you said, and then we just said, well, you know, this is why we we went with Deirdre because yeah. she's gonna put. And now people come in beautiful. and they and they, you know, the diner, the table's beautiful and clean. Yeah. But you have this kind of art piece. Art piece. Yeah. yeah. And so that's that's the point. And I mimicked the wallpaper with the there was flow in there oh with yeah the shapes you see it's emotional uh, have you had like you know what happens like have you had some personal experiences where someone's going through some trauma or like something's happened and it's sort of opened them up to to go through this creative process with you yeah i do think you know sometimes you're walking into something and it's you know landmines everywhere of you know per their, the, their the personal people, stuff their personal yeah stuff maybe is... they just had a loss in the family mm -hmm. they're getting divorced um they've never done this before it's a lot of money for them and and maybe the way they were living maybe they were in a depression and you can all feel you can feel all of that yeah. in the house right and that's why you know you kind of have to start fresh and get rid of everything but i have had people write me thank you letters um I had a woman one time we presented her house to her after she just had a baby and she went through this whole trauma. She had Bell's palsy after she's crying coming oh through God. it. Cause wow. she was like, I, I can't believe I get to like live here and be calm. Yeah. And I think that's the trust that the people put in me, but you might do one room in a house and it's been where maybe their biggest trauma was or whatever it is. And then you see them get the energy to then 
even start cleaning things up on their own, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes I come in and I, I have to say, like, you don't need me. You need a, you need someone to... Um, feng Shui. <laughs> feng Shui, no. If you need someone to clean the house, like, you need an organizer before you need me. Oh, I because, see. Because, you know, yeah, because a- I can't, it's not... I can do part of it, but, like, if they can't even get to that base layer part, I'm going to be heavy lifting way too much for the design part, and they're not going to hear the vision. Yeah, there's too much stuff. Yeah. yeah. But usually if you do that one little part, it ends up being like, oh, my God, I can now see it happen. I Mm -hmm. just installed installed a place. And a lot of times, by the way, people who have that issue of too much stuff, it's not even necessarily it's too much stuff. They don't have proper storage, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that's a part of, like, me coming in. Oh, this is all going to be fine. You just need a cabinet. (laughs) You know, it's not. It's really not. You need to get rid of some stuff, but you need your closets are not correct. Like, you need the closet company to come in first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think we're going to... We want to talk about some celebrity stuff in the next one. We're going to dive in. (laughs) You're going to drop some names um, and give details. I'll give you Moby. Moby? Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Because he didn't end up hiring us. Okay, all right. So we'll talk about Moby. Ooh, I have another Um, one I could talk about. Yeah, we got another one we could talk about. Uh, I do want to talk about vintage... I, I keep saying shopping, go, yeah. I keep thinking garage sailing, but I know that's yard not that yard sailing. I don't have. I mean, that's too which much I know me. you're. You like to go vintage. So I want to dive mm. into that, okay. and uh, there's so much more. So, self-made millionaire tips, Deirdre Doherty. We're gonna come back and uh, dive into some fun stuff.